Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Smith & Sniff podcast, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and sometimes trousers. I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. Hello, Johnny. How are you? Really good, thanks, Richard. Um, um, there's a little bit of mould in my office. It seems to have maybe occurred since Christmas, so it's not quite as pleasant as I was hoping. In, 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 in personal car news, um, there's a really... Have you ever had a, a mysterious bad smell in a car, which you just can't fathom? And I'm in, I'm in midst yes. of the investigation right now. I've got one too. Go on. Ooh. What's yours? Well, the problem is, is the best way to describe it, if it was like a on a paint can, like a Faro and Ball paint can, it would be taxi driver seat. <laughs> and I think what I mean, what I mean by that, what I mean by that is somebody sits in that chair as a taxi driver for 15 hours a day and just does relentless sort of eating and guffing yeah. into fabric. Soft guffs. And it doesn't seem to... Yes, soft, but they... They stay in the fabric. They don't really... And I don't know if you can vacuum them out. But it's also... So, it's not just guffs, is it? It's... It, and it's not quite sweat. It's foodstuffs. Yeah, a bit of foodstuff. It's just general sort of body funk. Oh, do you know what it is? It's dehydrated breath, breathing at point-blank range into fabric. Yeah. Jeans that haven't been washed for two Ooh. weeks and are on two that... Two weeks. That, where you go... Ooh... Probably need a yeah. wash, but then again, probably eke another day out of these. That kind yeah, of smell. And, and it's, you're absolutely right. Old, unwashed denim, especially at the back end, is nasty. Oh, what an album that was as well. Unwashed denim, great album. Um, by the at Rolling the, at Stones. The, by, by, at, by At the Back End. <laughs> <laughs> or it would be, I've always thought a great name for a, a, a session would be Both Ends Going. <laughs> when people describe, <laughs> you know, they were like, oh, were you ill lately? You're like, yeah, oh yeah, God, yeah, had both ends going. And I always think, what? That's uh, great. The, the beauty of that is that it manages to be euphemistic and yet at the same time completely revolting all the same. So, yeah. <laughs> in fact, unwashed denim fact. by both ends going. Yeah, it's the 70s, they wouldn't have blinked before releasing they, that on. Uh, that would have been perfect. Brown that would have been vinyl. a glamour record. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or, also, actually, both ends going could be a. A really good sort of Audi Quattro strap line. Just the tagline on the adverts. <laughs> Get both ends going with the Audi Quattro. Quattro, forty years of both ends going. <laughs> I think that sounds really good, and it might translate into other languages really nicely. Into German? Well, no, just just do it in German. And then it sounds technical, like Vorsprung der Technik, and not uh, a little bit like what happens if you eat some out-of-date chicken. Well, hang on. Let me just quickly Google Translate, because I, I don't know enough German. I know um, English to German. 
I'm going to write. Both ends go. No, I only did German for a year, so. Okay, I've got it. I've got it. Go on. Audi Quattro. Beide enden gehen. Beide enden gehen? Yeah, beide enden gehen. Going is definitely like gehen. Yeah, it Beide is. Beide and ends, ends is ender. Ender. Beide ender. Ende. It would have to be a deeper, slower read for more effect. Can I, they like a sort of, uh, I think... My experience of watching uh, German television in hotel rooms, bizarrely. Oh, don't say that. that, that German really... adverts, as as in, I think, Spanish and Italian adverts, if they have a male voiceover, they're quite like a very deep voiceover like this. So, Audi Quattro, Denua Audi Quattro, by end and gain. Oh, and yeah, because it's abrupt. It sounds very clipped. technical. Yeah. It's what, clipped um, and it's almost military with precision, and that's what the Quattro always was trying to say. Really? It's very mechanical, very, very engineered, yeah. But when people go, so what does what Vosprung the Technik mean? You go, well, it's, it's forward through technology. Oh, right, and what about the Bayer and Gehen thing? Uh, I mean, um, both ends going? <laughs> I mean, you shit yourself and have to puke in the bath at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what they're trying to say. And they uh, always, you know, like the Super Bowl is always the highest, um, the pinnacle of, of commercial space. Yes. A- Audi go, no. The pinnacle for Bide End and Gang is probably New Year's Day, I would say, where most people have gone out and done horrific things unnecessarily, far too many units in the body. I'm not sure, though, because in a way, sort of psychosomatically, you might be sort of slumped on the sofa. You'd be like, oh, I feel a bit bilious. Yeah, and like New Year's Day, you've got to maybe go and see some family or entertain, but at the same time, you know that you're bubbling. The cauldron is definitely bubbling. It's got a lumpy idol. The the uh, the the bag, the internal bag, has got a lumpy idol, and you're like, oh. And you might have to do a bite at end again. And this is handy though, because if I am in Germany ever in the future, and someone I know who's German, whoever that might be, goes, oh, wie geht's? I go, bite at end again. Nicht gut. I yes. do know somebody who speaks German. Who? Uh, my friend Nilu. Uh, so I could ask her. If it literally translates, ask her if if both ends going is um is 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 slang for what we you know like you say the the vom and the the plop at the same time situation. We seem to have drifted off a little from <laughs> um, from the other edifying topic, which was the smell in your car. Which car is this, by the way? E Golf. Uh huh. It, and it's not mine. It's going back really soon. So. It's embarrassing anyway because people sit in the car and I, I don't I don't want them to think that, that smell is is me. I do mm. I do brush my teeth. My diet's fairly varied and I do clean my own clothes. <laughs> um, but it's it's it, I think what it is is one of the kids had a friend over. Oh, uh, is one of your kids wife, got a smelly friend? Well, well, I think the the friend. I think my wife borrowed the car, and on the way back from school, they as a treat, they went to McDonald's, mm-hmm. and one of them got a McFlurry. And I think oh. the top, the top of the McFlurry fell off and went between the seat. Oh, so it's a little bit of ice cream and a little bit of um, some sort of sweet or chocolate. Oh well, that's milky smell. Yeah, and it's super oh. old. It's super old milk, but it doesn't smell like trad kind of filthy yogurt. It it because there's not much of it. It's been there a while, and it's only just reared its head. Because I mean, if you've got 
Oh, full I've just milk. got that off my chest now. Feel but like. full milk smell in a car, obviously, is just that's scrapyard immediately, isn't it? Yeah, my mate's mum had a lovely Sierra estate, and she had to do an emergency stop with a with the two litre thingy of milk on the passenger seat, and it it burst into the passenger footwell carpet. Scrapyard. And um, I don't know. They had they had to get it industrially cleaned twice. And they kept the car for another five years, but on a hot summer's day, everywhere with the sunroof and the windows open. Everywhere. I think, I mean, because it's not enough to simply uh, replace the carpets. You would have to have the uh, floor pan removed (laughs) with an angle grinder and a new one welded in. And even then, do you know what the bad thing about something like that is? Even when the smell has gone and you could use the most sophisticated smelling robot computers if such a thing exists in the world to check the smell had gone and it would say yes the smell has gone psychologically it's not you're still going because that's what happened to me years ago i had a mitsubishi evo 10 long-termer from evo magazine which i'll be honest i hated that car it was crap but was it did you uh, go for the manual or the um yeah manual because it had a weird paddle uh, 360 Oh, okay, yeah. Now, this yeah. was a manual, okay. but it was just toss. I liked the other Evos. I liked Evos 1 to 9, and then Evo X uh, was... I just didn't get on with it at all. I just thought it was an idiotic car. Anyway, we digress, but but the thing is, I, I didn't ever bond with it. I didn't really like it, and about halfway through, I think I had it for six months, about halfway through my time with it, um, I accidentally stepped some dog poo into it. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> and, and I cleaned the floor mat... But from then on, I was just convinced that every time I got in, I was convinced there was just a little whiff of dog poo. And in a way, it was just, I just thought, well, that's typical, isn't it? This car that I think is a bit dog poo now actually smells a bit of dog poo for the rest of the time I've got it. And this leads me to my car smell problem at the moment, which is my um, Land Rover Defender. Does it reek? uh, It's just got this little smell which I would describe as, uh, again, in the same spectrum, pooey training shoe left in humid bathroom. <laughs> oh, what? So you've like left the shower on hot, so it's steaming in there, and then you've for a long time, for a long yeah. time, like you know, like in films where someone passes out in the shower, and they've obviously got a combi boiler, and uh, that's the first thing I always think yeah. of is like that would in my house, in my, <laughs> in my house, that wouldn't happen because my hot water. Have tank... you not got a combi boiler? No. No, oh. our, our boiler's just cack. I'm constantly nursing everyone it. had a combi boiler now. Okay. No. That wouldn't be your house then. We've got a, a, an old school tank in the roof. Uh, it's all going to be put in the bin in the next three months, but that's another matter. Oh, yeah, because you're demolishing I'm your demolishing house, my house, uh, ridding my life of oil-fueled, horrific, crap old boiler. Um, well, if you have a combi boiler and you left it, you had a very, very long shower, and also you've forgotten to put the extractor fan on. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the, and the bathroom is very humid. Yes. And but unfortunately, you've forgotten that you had stepped in some dog poo earlier, and you'd brought the the single trainer that had got a bit of poo on it into the bathroom with the intention of cleaning it, and then you'd forgotten because you decided to have a long, long shower. Yes. Uh, with fragrance-free uh, shampoo and body wash, so there's there's nothing that's diluting that faint but distinctively humid, yeah. pooey smell. <clears throat> And in fact, the smell of my Land Rover is, you're not in the room anymore. Yeah. You've walked past the open bathroom door and got a whiff of it and gone, oh God, I've forgotten about that. It's- and I cannot explain where it's coming from. And also, uh, it's only started since I had it serviced. Oh, really? 
So you yeah. think a foreigner's done it? You think another person's done it? An, an alien, well, not you? They did. They did quite a nice job of cleaning it at the garage where I had it serviced. And um, but I, I'm just wondering what you know. I mean, obviously they didn't sort of you know polish the dashboard with a dog poo. Well, maybe they've used it hot flannel. <laughs> maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe they've used the opposite of some stuff. My dad once bought. My dad once bought a job lot of industrial. Um, cleaner, which um, was used in apparently used in pubs and clubs, where it masks the smell of vomit, and it because it has a really oh, high, uh, very sweet scent of bubble gum. Yes, I'm familiar with that. American if, airports always yeah. smell like that. Yeah, well, I think it was American, uh. so we had loads of it, and it used to last forever. And I reckon someone's developed the polar opposite of that and cleaned your car with it. <laughs> Quite possibly. Oh, speaking of cars being in the garage, um, uh, my Jag I-Pace has gone away um, uh, on a on a lorry because what? it's no 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 problem. It's just gone to have its software updated. Did I tell you about oh. this? They've released a no. software update for the I-Pace, which gives it greater range and makes it particularly better in eco mode. And they say that this has all come from things they've learned from that Jaguar I-Pace one-make uh, race series that supports the Formula E races, which apparently the, is the, the yeah the e-trophy is the you've seen it, haven't you? Isn't it the slowest uh, motorsport in the world? Oh yeah, of course you have. I've driven one, and it's it's heavy. Yes. Yeah, it's very heavy, but I, I like the idea of sort of wing mirror and paint swapping, uh, e- even if it is at lower speeds than you might want. But, that, but aren't they, they all did, mostly uh, sort of pay what, drivers and people who just <coughs> do it as a favour over a weekend and stuff? I think says. a lot of them are. I think so. But what I like about it is that it has a direct relationship, a very quick relationship with um, the road car stuff. Well, yeah, as it turns out, it does. Cause, as it turns out, yeah. And then someone I know who used to work at Jaguar sent me a note and went, have you heard about this new update? They're saying it's motorsport derived. <laughs> what a load of rubbish and I thought oh that's disappointing I believed it when they said that and then he sent me another note and he went oh I've just checked with some of my old colleagues yeah apparently it's true and it, <laughs> they, they pushed the batteries further in the in the racing series you know like all those big lithium-ion batteries in electric cars uh, have a little bit of buffer don't they They're, oh yeah, yeah absolutely so the Jaguar is supposed yeah. to be 90 kilowatts you never get access to all that it's sort of 83 days something like that that you'll ever be able to use they've um, they've just allowed you uh, to use a bit more of it because they found that it doesn't seem to affect durability or what have you from the intensity of the race series so that's a genuine benefit you're getting just a, just a little bit a little bit of the extra battery is available to use the software will allow you to use it and then um, the eco mode apparently uses because you know it's, it's got a motor on each axle it uses mm-hmm. uh, in eco mode it, it, it uses the front one far less so it's much more rear-wheel oh, driving. that's cool. They've just decided well, it doesn't need <clears throat> to use both motors as much, and so that just makes it less uh, less energy-hungry, and so you go further in eco-mode. And I don't know if that's oh. from the race series, but it's, it's clever. So my car's gone away, and um, and when it comes back, it'll, it'll come be back a little bit better. Range. Yeah, I think that's yeah. quite cool. And well, they, oh, they're also, sorry, just one other thing, is they're going to enable the over-the-air updates, which uh, previously weren't uh, switched yes. on. So in future, updates like this should come um magically from a cloud i've heard that i heard that and that's really good because i think that's where it's all going to go i mean i know tesla have been doing it for a good few years now and uh the volkswagen group are going to do it with their id 
stuff. So I was going to take my Jag to the local Jag dealer to get this software because I thought it sounds worth doing. But um, the nice PR people at Jaguar went, oh, we'll, we'll do it. I think the subtext being, oh, Christ, don't go to a dealer again. Because uh, I would have taken it to the place that, uh, that cleaned my Land Rover interior with, um, with a rag of poo. So maybe for the best. They said, oh, we'll take it back and do it our, our workshop up here in the Midlands. And, and I went, oh, OK, well, I yeah. How long do you want it for? Oh, we'll, we'll probably need a week. The thing only takes a day. So I was a bit like, ah, kind of, it's our family car. They went, oh, don't worry, we'll lend you something else. So they've sent me a Range Rover Sporter. Of course they've sent you a Sporter. Sporter. <laughs> I still and, don't know how to spell uh, it. How would you accurate, well, you know, like uh, like a like a transit, a transit sport van. If you said I've got a transit sport van in Essex, how do you spell it? Okay. Proper Essex is transit, so T W A A A N S T. I think transit. 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 I don't know. Yeah, about that. And then what? Sport van. So sport. So S P O W H T. Oh, I haven't thought about GHC. Is it Spout? Is it like I mean, it's like about four or five syllables. Yeah, but thought. Is it thought with a W? Possibly, yes. And then van would be V-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-
Bill Ford. Bill, Bill, that's B B I W L L. Bill, Bill Fords. Uh, no, actually, my my name is Bill Ford. Yes, he he has to come from America, and he has to be taught how to do the press launch properly in UK Ford English. So you know you have received pronunciation for obviously royal esque polite English pronunciation. Yeah. Well, F- Ford has its own. It's just invented its own because it's a powerful brand, Ford. And it's got a huge, got a fantastic market. Always very well marketed, Fords, as I said before. And they've decided to just make Bill Ford talk like Ford. Ford. And he has to spend a month in Dagenham. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. <laughs> and he doesn't, he's still, there's certain parts of his job description he just can't fathom. He's like, so let me get this right. Even if it's really cold, I'm only going out with a polo shirt. Why? Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and 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 so and if I'm driving an RS, why is the window always down? And I don't even vape. I've never smoked or vape. So why am I now vaping? You do now, son. It's I'm it's part of the Ford. RS package. I didn't understand the heart of the Ford Motor Corporation until I spent some time in Dagenham, England. Dagenham. For what? I think is. I don't think an American would struggle so much with talking in the accepted forwards kind of way because uh, it's not that far from an exaggerated Dick Van Dyke Cockney accent, which, as we know, is what a lot of Americans do when required to put on an English accent. So I oh think my gosh, yeah. He might be all right. He might pick it up quite quickly. And before you know <laughs> it, he's absolutely leathering an old RS sixteen hundreds through uh, through Dagenham Town Centre with a massive cloud of vape smoke coming out of the driver's window and the optional tilt slide glass sunroof. Oh, of course, I've um, I've I've heard it on good authority actually that the next Mary Poppins film is definitely going to have an RS Focus or or ST Fiesta. 
Um, and Dick Van Dyke's just suddenly turned into some Reebok classic wearing <coughs> Lacoste shirt. <laughs> pink, pink Lacoste shirt. He's vaping, but he's hiding it from the kids. So the kids don't, for all the kids know, Dick Van Dyke's always on fire because there's just steam on something <laughs> coming out. You know, he sort of blows Not it me. into his own neck of his shirt like that. All right, why kids. is the window cleaner right. always followed around by a cloud? Oh, he just is. Why does the cloud smell of cinnamon? Of butterscotch and strawberries. Oh, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. And of course, Mary Poppins is like, the children aren't coming in your Focus RS. It stinks. um, It smells weirdly dry and fruit (laughs) because of all your vaping. He's got 18 magic trees hanging off the rear view. You can barely see. Oh. Well, that's a hangover from when and he uh, used to smoke rollies, though, isn't it? He's an instinctive magic yeah. tree buyer because of the smell of tabs in his in his foul, his fast foliage. Yeah. And and there's, of course this new this new Mary Poppins film. Apparently, there's going to be a really catchy song all about stage three mapped. But I don't know <laughs> how that's going to go. <laughs> But it's it's going to be a really really catchy song about stage three mapping. But as we speak, the finest songwriters in Hollywood are uh, desperately trying to find something that rhymes with Ricaros, <laughs> which is is harder than it sounds. Ricaros and um, also uh, aftermarket backbox is quite a hard one to rhyme. Oh, uh, what what Jan, Jan speed it, so. uh, like a Jan speed system? Jan, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jan speed. Yeah, the, Every time they yeah, come to uh, Dick Van Dyke, he's summing through a Jan Speed catalogue. <laughs> Except it wasn't Dick Van Dyke in the last one, was it? It was that guy who did Hamilton. He's going to be the one. He'll be the one who's, who's, uh, who's got a, a lot of tats. Well, he's heavy got vaping. He gets yeah, and <clears throat> he can't move off from rest without using a minimum of four and a half thousand revs. Oh, he's constant, and he's always just blaming it on the race clutch, which it doesn't have a race clutch. It's totally standard race clutch. It's standard standard drivetrain, but he just keeps telling everyone it's stage three, and and he doesn't really know what stage three is, and neither does everybody else. But Mary thinks, well, I'm just going to make a song about stage three mapping. I tell you what, I am looking forward to the director's cut of this new film when they put back in that, I thought, quite pivotal scene where the former Dick Van Dyke character tries to impress Mary Poppins by telling her that he's had a new air filter put in and it's worth an easy 50 horsepower. (laughs) Is it really? A spoonful of nitrous helps um... (laughs) helps the traffic light Grand Prix. Yeah, it's something like that. I'm sure there would be... I mean, Ford are going to love all this. Animated Ford. creatures in baseball caps and uh, uh, a lot of Reebok classics and some uh, just, like, basically the, the the costume designer for the animations just, just pop down to Sports Direct, have a good nose round, draw it like that. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of tracky bees. He, he, Dick, Dick Van Dyke, yeah, Dick Van Dyke buys Mary Poppins uh, a Mackenzie tracky set and says you look proper nice in this so to sum up in cinemas next summer mary poppins and the fast ford enthusiasts absolutely yes and it'll and there'll be some very very catchy songs one of which will be stage three mapped but there'll be some other real sing-along favorites which which we as soon as we get the news on those we will absolutely deliver that pivotal news here on Smith and Sniff's podcast, you know? Yeah. 
Maybe uh, the <coughs> the uh, the plot revolves around uh, his influence on the children, which causes because they're teenagers now, and one of them decides to go and buy a uh, suspiciously cheap uh, Sierra Cosworth sapphire because oh. they're more affordable, yeah. and then it's stolen. And the rest of the film is them trying to get it back, which of course they never can because it's been broken for parts, but he ends up buying his own alloys back from a man in a pub. <laughs> this is great. This is very... It's a different direction for the franchise, but I think it could work. I think it could definitely work. I um, Yeah, but of course, Poppins, she's more an eco-boost kind of girl. She's more about the, the one-litre three-pot with the, with the nice little turbo on it. What are you talking about, Mary Poppins? You can't get that kind of power output out of an engine that size. Well, with a little bit of turbo magic, you can. Oh, so hang on a minute. So the magic is that the one litre EcoBoost is triple the power of anything that Van Dyke does to his five-pot RS, or is he going to go for um, a four-cylinder RS? I don't know. I think he's a four-cylinder. He's, he's quite old school. Yeah, but there's a bit where she takes her car with the EcoBoost uh, one litre to a rolling road. And uh, she's got a bit of a naughty chip put in it with a with a sprinkle of magic. And then suddenly the output's soar. And he looks at the monitor to see what the outputs are and then does that thing they do in those films where he rubs his eyes with both hands and goes... and shakes his head in disbelief. Oh, yeah. Knocking on for 250 brake, Mary Poppins, out of a three-cylinder. It ain't possible. <laughs> well, I do fear for my drive shafts, I'll tell you that. That's right, yeah. Good. Well, that's that sorted out. I was going to say, just briefly going back to what I was going to say, I, 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 I've been lent a Range Rover Sprout, and the only reason I bring this up is because uh, I was driving around it this morning, and I was a bit like, I kind of feel like I feel sort of bad just driving locally in this really heavy diesel-burning car in a way that I don't in my electric Jag, because it's not localised pollution in that. It's not doing any of that. That's right. But... Uh, on the other side, I know why people buy those Range Rovers because it's you do feel quite nice in it. It's got a lovely interior compared to the Jag. It's a it's it's a cocooning feel, mm. especially when the weather is inclement. Exactly. When in... it's really tossy weather today, isn't it? And yeah, so it's, it's just, and nothing nothing makes you feel sort of safe and cocooned from the world like uh, a lovely well-appointed Range Rover as it rains outside and it's very uh, it's very damp and uh, yeah so I, just, I suddenly I, was, I haven't driven one of those for ages and I suddenly went oh yeah I realised I'd forgotten that these are really nice and I can see why people buy them even though you know there's a lot to be said against them because they are they're very heavy they're a very heavy car Oh, actually, that's something else I want to talk about. You've driven the Mercedes EQC, haven't you? I have. Well, I, I, <clears throat> I've been in the finished car briefly, and I drove the um, pre-prod or nearly finished Mule, which was kind of finished but had cloths over the dash. And I like it actually, uh, but um, yeah, I've covered it um, off of one of my freelance outlets. I'm fully charged. One of my and, um, many, I think, many portfolio of outlets. Yes, I know. Portfolio of outlets, Richard. And I have to say, I think it's a far more resolved beast than the e-tron, the Audi e-tron. Mm. I've just driven it recently. And I when, when I got in it and I drove it a bit, I was like, oh, God, this is a... I mean, if it just feels really heavy compared to my Jag mm. and a bit, a bit sluggish. And I was just like, ugh. 
this is what a pudding what a pudding of a car and it just i've got so used to how crisp and and mighty the acceleration is in the jag that it's just felt really stodgy mm. and then after a week by the time i had it for a week i was i was really taken with it it's a grower is that car i think it I but think i was quite surprised is. how much i liked it i think it feels like a car it feels better made and more expensive than the jag and it's very what's weird is it's like you know we talked about this when we did a video with the iPace the iPace is almost like the most jaggy jag in ages because it's quick and it's quiet and yeah. it's it, there's just something sort of very civilised about it but also it, you know it's got a, it, it hides its light under a bushel because you can absolutely toast people without them seeing what's coming and in in many ways it's just quite jag like and the Merc, as it turns out, it's quite Merc-like because it's sort of old-school Merc. A bit stodgy at first, but you kind of get really wooed by its qualities, which are literally its quality. And also, it's just sort of very user-friendly. And, and you just think it'd be like, you know, in the way that's sort of an old W124, you'd kind of have it for years and it would be a faithful, well-made servant. And it's just it just wouldn't annoy you because it's just thoughtfully done and... And, uh, I was a bit, I was a bit shocked and upset recently to learn about how few iPaces Jag have sold, um, given that it's a ground-up EV, and given that they've made a point publicly um, when it when the car first came out of saying this, we haven't gone for pure efficiency. We've gone for remember this is a Jaguar, so it's sort of a sports a sports ev in other words that's why it's got wider wheels it's got wider track it's you know it's a cornering thing as well as a um a comfortable luxurious car and so people are constantly saying it's not that efficient and jaguar like well it, we didn't want we had to choose between pure efficiency and sporty all-round capability and yet i think it's a shame that that car hasn't won the hearts of as many people as it sort of deserves to i almost wonder whether it's one of the, it's an audi a2 mm. yes situation where people won't realize how special it is and how amazingly accomplished it is until 5 years down the line but yeah yeah um, it has, actually it's a good point because the a2 same sort of thing where you know bespoke from scratch they made the extra effort to do something different and it was only and after never it, really benefited. Yeah, exactly. It, and it was just a bit ahead yeah. of its time. I don't know. It's a good point because I think I nearly bought an I nearly bought an A two over Christmas. Did you? I didn't though. But oh, yeah, just because I've been looking for one in case <clears throat> in case I need a, a bit of a sort of winter slag car, um, sub fifteen hundred quid winter slag, and I've always fancied an A two. And but I only want a brown one. They did a really weird brown metallic color. I remember that. And I only want a petrol. And most of the brown ones that appear are TDI, and I'm not interested because that three-cylinder diesel just sounds like a washing machine full of spanners. It's horrific. Mind you, and, um, that the 1.4 petrol, I remember borrowing one of those, and I switched it on, and my girlfriend at the time went, is this a diesel? And I had to go, no, it's not. It is a bit, it's a bit of a rough old thing, that, that yeah. petrol. But, um, I wonder whether also the Alley shell it resonates, it resonates a bit. It does resonate. It's it, it's known to resonate, Richard, ah. um, and that's exactly what it does. It resonates. Do you think you will get um, an A2? Yeah, then? Are you seriously going to get one? Uh, no, well, I'm not allowed to buy any more cars. So that's why my voice has suddenly gone into um, voiceover on um, Radio Four because because your wife's well, downstairs. I've sworn, sworn to my yeah, my wife's downstairs, and I've sworn to not buy any more vehicles because this is the year of the house, and also all finances must be pointed towards the house, and so. Um, 
but it was under a thousand quid, and it's a it's one point six FSI, and it's um, FSI. Yeah, and it's um, it's brown. Okay, under a thousand quid. Because they've become a bit culty, haven't they? And it feels like they're sort of yeah. The, the, therefore, their values of, if anything, the good ones are creeping up a bit. <clears throat> they 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 are creeping up because they can't get any cheaper than this. Because you can sort of weigh them in for. Um, f- 500 quid probably just for the aluminium even yeah. if you didn't take any other parts of it so and also I've, I've, I, as I went down this rabbit hole which we do as p- people that love to peruse cars for sale for no apparent reason I um there's a guy there's a couple of guys who've put them on um Audi A8 winter f- wheels Winterfelgen as they're called what do they look a like a really weird early A8 uh 18 inch wheel I think or are they 17s they look this that weird German thing of they look like steel wheels, but they're actually very lightweight aluminium wheels for an Audi A8. Right, and they're quite rare now because not many people bother to option them. Yeah, but they look shit hot on an A2. They look what? really it's, good. They're called Winterfelgen. Winterfelgen. Just type in Audi A8 winter wheels or Audi A8 win- Winterfelgen. Yeah, F E L D N. Uh, Felden. Sorry, uh, I've got to check actually. Winter. Hang on. Vincent Felden. Oh yeah, here we Felden. go. Felden, Audi A8. Now they're they're, they're old school A8. Oh, so <clears throat> are they? Oh, that's not them. Anyway, I will. I'll pursue this. They look like this. T- they're like so the holes oh, are like. F- I see them. Oh, they're cool. Yeah. Yeah, they they look really good. I see someone here's put they them on a Golf good. Mark II, which might be slightly overkill, but yeah, those are cool they're, wheels. They're sorry, they're sixteen. So they're, okay, that's they're, all right. They, yeah. they, they were smaller for winter use. Yeah. But needless to say, they probably cost about a million pounds as an option on an A8, so nobody bought them. But I saw one. I saw them on an A2, and it, yeah. And I thought, I want. I now want a brown A2 petrol with Audi A8 Winterfelden, and I just want it now. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of a red one here on those wheels, and it looks ace. That's good. Yeah. It, you it should just do that. Looks right. You know, and you think, hang on, for less than. For less than probably 1500 1600 quid, I could probably get a half-decent A2 on those rims and have a smile on my face. But, uh, but there must the reality be... is I don't really need it yet. So And there must be like seven brown ones in Britain. So for the sake yeah. of your marriage, that's probably quite a good thing that there aren't yeah. that many brown ones. I mean, is, is the brown a deal-breaker? Unless I find one that's got other interesting options that's, um, you know, of a... A, of a color that works. I just so, looked, yeah, they, looked, you know they did the they did the color ones. They did the yeah. color wheel. What do they call them? The uh, color? Well, this one I've got one on Auto Trader here is listed as a color storm. It's bright blue. They had the black arches and um, yeah, I don't know. That's it's it. a bit toy town that color storm. They look a bit Lego. Yeah, Lego. They're exactly. a bit Lego. Or, um, the yellow. Playmobil. I do like. Yeah, I yeah they do look. Of course, German spec Playmobil. I I do like the yellow color storm, but um. Would I? I mean, yellow color storm with Audi A8 with oh, 16 inch winter wheels. It could be sexual. I Have you know. seen? I was gonna say, it's not. It's not up your street for a number of reasons. It's not brown for a start. But the one that's at the top of Auto Trader here uh, is uh, 850 quid. It's Cat N though. So um, I don't know. 
It's got a dent. I think in there's. It. Well, I think one of the school mums is called Cat N. Um, <laughs> one of my kids. One of my kids' friends. Mom. So hang on. Uh, That's like I, 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 damage vehicles. I didn't like that when they changed the categorisation of insurance write-offs and so on. Because because I liked Cat D. Because it just reminded me of Cat Dealey for some reason. It re- always reminded me of Cat Dealey. And Cat Dealey's disappeared from Britain. She just does the States now, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. She's purely stateside. Yeah. I know someone who once saw her shouting at a taxi driver. I think it was the same person who once saw Sue Pollard shouting at a tramp. Someone like, Sue someone like, Pollard shouting at a tramp? Yeah, in Islington, in London. She was shouting at a tramp. It's, it's, it's bizarre that someone would seem to attract uh, or, or constantly be in the same area as celebrities shouting at um, other people. <laughs> Quite a skill. I don't know if I've ever seen that, but I would. all I'm going to do is I would like to sign off the Audi A2 chat by saying this weekend, last weekend on Saturday, I had to take my son to a football match with his team. Mm-hmm. And as we were walking into the, uh, the 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 play the playing fields the pitch area and that some of the other parents' cars were lined up, of course, being us, I was clocking the car choices, and there was an Audi A2 parked up, and um, it was just silver like they all are, a bit bit boring. However, I noticed it had three headrests in the back. Mm-hmm. Actually, my I had to walk back and double check <laughs> for uh, seat belts, and sure enough, it was a five seat option. The five very seat rare. option. <gasps> very rare and I spent most of the game uh, my son won't be listening to this podcast so it's okay because he's only eight um, thinking I just want to go and look at that five seat option Audi A2 because that's more interesting than football to me were you were you seriously tempted to sort of stalk through the crowd just go, excuse me sorry sorry to disturb you um, yeah, oh yeah tremendous kick uh, do you have an Audi A2 by any chance and when you <laughs> find the person you go sorry do you know? Have you? Have, I mean, just look. I'll just come out with it. Have you had that since new? Yes. Did you spec that? And then, and then they'd go, "Oh, yes, I did actually." And then you just hug them a bit too tightly, and you'd be asked oh. to leave the game. <laughs> well, and then I'd have to wave a flag from the other side of the the park to, to yeah. for my son to come over to me. Come, come to me. I can't come to you. Come to me. Come to me. I've been banned again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, this is probably a good time to wrap things up. Uh, it's been a fruitful and interesting discussion, as always. And um, uh, has it? Has it though? No, not really. Uh, but anyway, uh, well, that's it from the Smith and Sniff podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, this has been a little sort of prototype of something that we're thinking about doing. So, if you've made it this far, uh, well done. Have a biscuit. And if you like it, then I. Maybe we'll do some more. Uh, in the meantime, don't forget to <laughs> like and subscribe, all of those other things. Uh, Johnny's portfolio of uh, freelance items. And, uh, of course, uh, Smith & Sniff uh, videos on YouTube are available. There'll be one popping up very soon. Rich Rich is a Sniff Petrol, and I am Car Pervert on Twitter and Johnny Car Pervert on Instagram. Hey, Bob. Right. And I just feel like you rattled through that, and I feel oh, like out of embarrassment, it away a little bit. bit of embarrassment. Was it? I, see, that's the, that's the bit we're supposed to go big on to try and increase our viewership slash readership slash listenership. I think that ebbed away when we started talking about smells of dog poo in cars. But anyway, um, we'll, we'll try thank again. You, but but honestly, thank you for listening. Please subscribe, and hopefully, this will become a regular occurrence in your ears. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 